co-founder of Leonidas Audio Productions. Hi, I'm Joshua L. Belmonte, the other founder of Leonidas Audio Productions. And we're here to talk to you today about Anchor. Anchor is a wonderful tool for old podcasters and new podcasters alike. All you gotta do is gather up your files and Anchor does the rest. You can add your own intros, Anchor even has royalty-free music, and you can also edit your audio files on the fly. My favorite part is how they take your podcast and they distribute it a bunch of lot of major podcast platforms. Such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, Anchor does it. So why not join Anchor? Do it now. Come on, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Calm down. I'm just so pumped up about Anchor, baby. Well, I wish you'd get that pumped up for me. Anchor, do it it today. Give it a try. we should be doing this what do you mean i mean the boss vetoed our drug transactions and we're going behind his back you want to tell antonio no there's supposed to be a hierarchy in all of this antonio isn't our boss no luca is our boss do you want to disappoint him he's tight with martino and antonio tighter than nuns (laughs) well i don't want to deal with antonio anyway I heard he whacked Paul two weeks ago due to him fucking up. What did Paul fuck up on? I heard he didn't get his martini order right during poker night. Antonio was so embarrassed he plugged Paul after the game. How the fuck do you know that? I was there. I had to help bury the body. It was a long fucking night. Focus on the job, knucklehead. Why are we guarding this shit anyway? Well, I heard this particular strain of heroin is nearly 95% pure. Probably gonna branch out to the veterans who need some for the pain. Well, I see why that's important then. Have you heard from the boss lately? Nah, this war hasn't spooked. He barely leaves the house, and I heard he's possibly moving back in with his mother. He always was a mama's boy. (laughs) Hey, easy with that shit. Remember John Rockwell? Rockwell? You mean Jinx. (laughs) He hated that nickname. Listen. I did a hit job with him. The motherfucker was so nervous, he vomited before the kill. To make it worse, the boy dropped his gun and ended up blowing one of his kneecaps. When it went off, hence the nickname, Jinx. Well, he used to be a high school football player. Never had the makings of a varsity athlete. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Just thought it would be funny to interject. Well, before I was so rudely interrupted, John, I mean Jinx, Made a lighthearted jab at Luca's bachelor's status. Three days later, he was gunned down and loaded in a crate. 
How do you know all that? <laughs> I was the one who shot him and loaded him into the crate. <laughs> Cold business we're in. <laughs> John Rockwell's colder. <laughs> the man's dead. Quit insulting him. What do you mean? He ended up fucking his wife weeks later. She makes the best veal scallopini this side of Kansas. You can't find any quality cooking from the dames here. Ain't that the truth, brother? My girl right now, all she knows is Mary got this and Mary got that. No fucking variety. You motherfuckers. And the food? We could talk about baseball, football, anything. But you fat fucks talk about food. Hey, don't cry to us because you can't get a good pursuit this side of town. You got to head to Kansas City for the best Italian butchers. Last time I went to Kansas City was to stare at your sister's ass. Why are you saying to Marie Angie for? That's it, wise guy. I'm gonna have to shoot you. Whoa! I meant no disrespect. Got you, motherfucker! <laughs> Son of a bitch. Will you two get a room already? Alright, you marks. Hug the fucking wall right now! This is a sting operation from Lawrence PD! We out now for you, motherfucker! Yeah? So what? Are you mugs going to shoot me? That'll definitely go over well with your gang. Let's do what he says and be done with it. Hey! Why are you reaching in my pants? Checking if you doggos are armed. Dago? What the fuck kind of detective says that? Wait! No! Aces high, motherfuckers! Ah, may I join you at the table? It's a free country. So, how's your night going, sir? Not bad. I got a promotion at work. Oh, what is it that you do? Waste management. Must be a messy business. It has its ups and downs, like most jobs. Must pay well, though, to clean up after other people's shit. It does. Although, if you don't mind, I'd like to be alone. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. I thought you needed the company. Although, I have to ask, did you serve in the war? Yeah, I did. What's it to you? Ah, so did I. I can spot a fellow soldier a mile away. How's it been? Going back. The government pretty much has ignored me, and now I'm cutting my own path. You know, you're a bit far from home. Are you English? What gave it away? I have no idea. <laughs> Which theater did you serve in? Pacific. You? Africa. I'm sure the Pacific Front wasn't your first option in vacation spots. Same for Africa. <laughs> I'd much rather be in the hot desert than deal with mosquitoes any day of the week. Did you catch malaria on your tour? Somehow I avoided that. Most of my friends got hit with it, though. Oh, that's awful. I do hope they were pulled out of combat. They weren't. The company needed the bodies. For me, I used that time for extra rations. After two weeks, all we were left was that goddamn tropical bar. I remember nearly breaking my teeth, taking a bite out of that. Ah, uh, rations weren't any better on my side, mate. Nothing but spoiled ham and tin milk. 
Then milk. Do I even want to know? It actually wasn't that bad. It went well with afternoon tea, whenever we found the time for that. That still sounds horrendous. Could be worse. You could be in the Pacific feasting on maggots-infested rice. Oh, wait. I'd rather take the maggots over the tin milk any day. <laughs> so, what brought you over here anyway? Love. Have you ever loved someone so strongly that you'd kill for them? Yeah, I would. I'm married. Oh, I couldn't tell, mate. You don't have your ring on. Forgot it at home. I would kill for her. I'd go to hell for her. We met when we were younger. Back then she didn't notice me. I was short and chubby and had a pug nose. You still have it, mate. We just met and you're insulting me. Anyway, we reconnected when I was older and we've been married ever since. She was the only person who saw the good in me, and to be frank, I still have no clue what she saw. All I know is that I owe it to her. To give her the best life possible. What about you? That's the same thing that I felt. My Marjorie, she... She was everything that I wasn't. She was a posh, upper-class London woman. And here I was. Just a poor boy from Liverpool. I was on leave after Africa and London, and I spotted her at a tea house. And from there, I was completely smitten. I loved her. And I know that she loved me. Loved? We were supposed to run away together. I was the happiest that I've been in in my entire life. But while I loved her, there was a romantic rival. George Broadbent. Her parents preferred him over me due to his higher social standing. She broke it off with me before I was going to Normandy. He stole my Marjorie from me. She broke my heart. So? I put two bullets into his. From then on, I've been on the run. I'm sorry to trouble you with that tale, friend. No, no. Thanks for sharing that. What's your name? Lucian. I already know you. Arthur Raggio. Oh, boy. And it's a shame that you're on the wrong side. Doesn't it feel good to wear a badge once in a while? I feel dirty wearing it. <laughs> the truck was burned to a crisp. Nobody saw me. <laughs> That's the benefit of a backdoor deal. Why did we burn all of the heroin, boss? You left a lot of money in that truck. Mick, how long have you been working for me? For about a year. What are my values? For everything to be equal. For everyone to get a fair shake. And what does heroin do? Unevens the playing field? Exactly, Mick. It unevens the playing field. I want everyone to be on equal footing. Nobody should be left out because of stupid things like sex and race. I look at myself as the last outlaw. Last outlaw, boss? With all due respect, 
there's a fuck ton of other outfits. <laughs> outfits? Outfits that kick back to the government? I don't want their help. I'm a servant of the people. I want the poor and disenfranchised to have a voice in this state. I'm gonna make sure I do that. Brick by brick. Or bomb by bomb. <laughs> See, Mick? You do know me well. Of course, boss. You turned me from a fry cook to someone who only sleeps with satin sheets. You made that happen. It's time we deal with this Pazuti problem once and for all. What about the Jacobs family? Eh, he's dormant. Kind of scares me. Because he's calculating his next move. We'll have to deal with him after. Hey, Mick, do me a favor. Turn on the radio. More breaking news. Tonight, three men lie dead in Lawrence, Kansas. The three men were found gunned down by a burnout truck filled with heroin. Detective Tom Stone has been working tirelessly for his efforts, but he remains steadfast in putting away all of the guilty parties. The bloody Kansas war has been racking up a body count for the year, and authorities fear retaliation is coming. Yeah, yeah, baby, you know I'm just gonna go get them chops. I'll be right back, liggity-spliggity. I promise. Adio, motherfucker. up. What's going on? Your boss is on the phone. He said someone called out and he needed you for a route. I'll speak to him. Give me a sec. Okay, hon. Hello? Morning, Arthur. This is Martino. Hey, what's going on? Did you hear the news? What? Three of our guys got gunned down last night. And they burned a supply truck. What do you need me to do? Normally, I'd tell you to scourge the earth of these goombas. But we need you to guard Nino. We think he might be next. All right, I'll guard him. What about dinner at your house? Yeah, that's still on. You can go right after. All right, sounds good. By the way, thanks for the cover story. She wasn't believing me. Maybe you're just a shitty actor. <laughs> Uh, and don't worry about the foreman. We set him straight. He's gonna write out a check to you each week, making it look like you're a model employee. And any time your wife wants to stop by, he's gonna cover for you. Thanks. Least I could do, kid. I'll see you tonight. Come with an empty stomach. I will. Have to go, sweetie. Work needs me for another round. Listen, um... I'm so sorry about the other night. The foreman called me back last night and told me he didn't recognize your name because you were new. I never should have doubted you. Well, I gave you all the reason to doubt me. It's nobody's fault. 
You're fucked up by being a recluse and self-centered. I'm trying to improve, sweetie. I really am. You are. Now go out there and do great things. I might be late tonight, depending on the route. Do you want me to send James to check on you both? Yeah, if you're running late. All right, sweetie. I love you. I love you, too. Tell me more about yourself, Arthur. Or as you like to know all my guys. Nothing much to know, sir. Oh, come on. We're not at the initiation no more. You don't gotta do the false modesty shit with me. Well, I was a knucklehead growing up. A massive fuck-up. I used to do petty robberies with your brother. <laughs> I witnessed all the times he got his ass whooped for those two. Eventually, me and him drifted apart, and I met Abigail. She's the woman who changed my life. She made me want to do better. Be better, you know? I feel the same way about my wife. All these guys in my crew, they gotta go ma. Me, on the other hand, love my wife. Ooh, no other woman is as beautiful as my wife. She's like the Sistine Chapel. Now, what about you, Arthur? No one is as beautiful as my wife as well. Grazie to our wives, then. They put up with our shit while we put up with theirs. <laughs> Amen to that, sir. Ugh. Don't call me sir. You make me feel old. Just call me Nino, all right? Okay. Jeff, give me some good news today. Sorry, Nino. It was heroin. <sighs> Motherfucker! Now, I tried coaxing him. I tried yelling at him. I'm running out of options, Jeff. What would you suggest? You know what I'd suggest. No. That's my brother Jeff. I ain't gonna be Kane. Then he'll be the death of you, Nino. Him and the rest of Capos are hungry for more money. I know. I just... I just don't want to kill my brother. I don't want to break up the family. It already is, Nino. Look at both of you. If you don't kill him now and end this conflict, there's going to be a civil war. What family can handle a two-pronged conflict? You're right. But I still, I still can't do it, Jeff. I can't. Can't or won't? Are you questioning my judgment, Jeff? With all due respect, Don, the more you let this fester, the more this will become a distraction. I know. Jeff. I need you to leave the room. Call Antonio. Tell him we need to have a sit-down. And I want that ASAP. Okay. Luca, what's going on, my friend? Godfather, I am spooked out of my mind. The Freeman crew killed three of my guys, and they also burned one of our vehicles. I heard. I got a few questions to ask as well, Luca. Go ahead, Don. Luca, I know what was on that truck. Now I want to know if you knew anything. And don't lie to me either. Godfather? I... That is true. Has my whole crew betrayed me? No, Godfather, I'm still loyal to... You ain't loyal to me at all. There's a reason I don't want the family to get into drugs. Do you guys think I love leaving money on the table? Luca, if I were you, I'd get the fuck out right now. <sighs> this job is killing me, Arthur. How do you do it? Sometimes I don't know myself. You know, there's so many variables I gotta deal with. You know, so many small minutiae issues that turn into big ones. I wish it wasn't as difficult. I understand. I let a squad in Bougainville. Why did you call to meet, brother? <sighs> you got somewhere important to be? Yeah. Their names are Stacy and Kathy. <laughs> 
Tell me about the truck, Daniil. I know what's in it. You weren't supposed to know, brother. It was supposed to be something us smaller fries had to deal with. Daniil, it's supposed to be my business. Do I ever step on your toes? Huh? When was the last time I impeded you on making money, huh? You're impeding on it right now, brother. Either you update your mantra, or you risk losing this family. I brought all of you in, and I made this family, and I damn well can make the rules. And that's the problem, brother. You've made up your own rules throughout your rule, and you expect everyone to abide by them but you. I love you, Nino, but enough is enough. You listen here, motherfucker. Just because you're my brother, it don't mean that I'm going to let that sentimental feeling come in between me and putting a bullet in your head if you don't fall in line. Capiche? Brother, do you know what you are? What? You're a ravenous beast. One who's lost its fangs. I lost my blood a long time ago, and it seems you haven't woken the fuck up. And you wonder why you're in this game, this power struggle. In this game of ours, brother, the loser dies, and I know your next move. And I know yours. Then here we are, brother, stuck on an impasse. One shall stand. The other shall fall. Now, I will see you at the sit-down. You're going to be by my side. I got to take a vacation and hide. This war has painted a giant target on my back. So, I'm going to hide before the sit-down. In my place, you're going to take control, Tanio. Of course, brother. And you fuck up. And your head is mine. Wouldn't have it any other way. Your first action is to dismiss Arthur so he can go to Sunday dinner at Martino's house. Is that understood? The boss says that it's time to begin our next phase. Are you giving me the green light? That is affirmed, sir. The boss left you something. The boss really knows how to pronounce a war with a bang. Arthur, welcome! So, you took me up on my offer after all. And took a little coaxing. I was afraid you were going to poison my food. Don't worry about my cooking. Just sit down with Martino and relax. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> don't call me ma'am. I'm not old. Hey, why don't you two get a room? I didn't see anyone in that apartment but that colored guy. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay, listen. We want it neat and clean. We don't want women and children to be in the crossfire. I'll take out Roggio and his colored friend for you and a boss. It'll be nice and neat, like we talked about. Thanks again, James, for coming by and checking on us. Anytime, Abby. Arthur's busy at work and, well, I still don't have a job. You'll find something. You always found a way to bounce back. Yeah. Thanks, Abby. How are you and Mabel doing? We broke up. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that, James. Why, if you don't mind me asking? We weren't compatible anymore. I wanted one thing, and she wanted something else. We just couldn't get on the same level. That's always hard to deal with. But I'll be here for you, if you need me. Thank you, Abby. I really appreciate that. What are friends for? James, what the fuck? I'm married, James, you know that! I know. I just always wanted to do that, since I knew you. And you thought now was a perfect time? I just thought, 
you felt the same. James, I value our friendship. And even if I had feelings for you, I'm still married to Arthur. I should probably go then. Yeah, I think you should. Is this Arthur Roggio's apartment? Who wants to know? The coroner! Abby, sit down. James, the baby! I apologize in advance. Who sent you? You shot me. You can go to hell, dude. Are you okay? What the hell just happened? It must have been the wrong address. Called Arthur by name. What are you two involved in? I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you. There's so many things I've been wanting to tell you. James, tell me. Please. Ah, was that a great fucking dinner or what? Oh my god. I don't think I'll be able to eat for days. Thank you boys for all the compliments. Hun, do you mind helping me move some of the dishes? Can't you see I'm with company? Do it yourself, bitch. Hey, that's no way to talk to Martino. You don't address me by my first name, Ukrainian whore. I should have left you as the waitress that was at my table. Now you drain my fucking money! I drain all your fucking money? I drain all your money? You're the one who blows it on booze and women. <laughs> don't think for a second, I don't know. Yeah? They're a thousand times better than your ass. They make me feel alive. That's why I barely touch you anymore. Well, don't toot your own horn, honey. Fucking you is about as satisfying as a trip to the dentist. You fucking whore! Enough, Martino. What the fuck are you going to do? Get the fuck out of my house right now! No. You a fucking tough guy now? Never said I was. I'll fucking bury you, kid. I've earned my bones and you just became a friend of ours. So watch your fucking place. Arthur, back down. I'm handling this. I'll handle you, bitch. Ah. You know what? Have this bitch. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Not the first time I got tuned up by that Goomba. I just didn't want to see you get hurt. Me? Yeah, you seem like a swell guy, Arthur. I wouldn't want you to get hurt because of me. And why is that? No one has treated me as well in life as you have. Isn't that sad? It could be worse. <laughs> Did you know? I was studying opera in Budapest before the Nazis invaded. Did you? Yeah. I was a soprano. I was studying for the role of Queen of the Night in Magic Loop. I always consider myself to be an opera connoisseur. Can you sing me something? You sure? Okay. Speechless. That was amazing. Was it? Yeah, it was. I never got to thank you for the other day. You're welcome. I could use some help with the sheets in my room. Lead the way. Merchant of Death, Episode 4. Starring Aubrey Poppleton as Arthur, Sharon Grunwald as Abigail, Vladimir Lauren as James. Stefano Reindeers as Antonio, Brandon Jenkins as Martino, Jelena Cusi as Angela, with D Voice as Hannah Freeman, and Ira Nemacht as the radio announcer. Guest starring 
Eurasian Rob as Lucian, Barcoba as Jeff, Anthony A. Log Legato as Soldier 1, Jeremy Robichu as Soldier Number 2, Remington Steele as Soldier 3, Brian Haas Plug Ugly Soldier, and Joshua L. Belmonte as Nino Dead Phone Booth Pizzuti Soldier. Next week on Episode 5, Arthur deals with the ramifications after this week's episode, and he has to make a very difficult choice. We'll see you again. Have a good one.